what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Takeover Lounge podcast. Daniela over here hating on me. She ain't hating on me. Uh, she was trying to tell me that I, I couldn't get this thing up and running, but I did get up and running. Shout out Mankind uh, for uh, responding to my text messages, and he got it quickly. Look at that. Just quick with the swiftness. And we're here. <laughs> D, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's uh, Monday, as Raquel pointed out. And I, I know some people are looking and they're like, who, who, who that over there in the left? Who, who that? Who are we talking to? Uh, so I'm not going to do a whole debrief introduction like we usually do. I just want to get into it tonight. And to my left, or maybe to your right, I don't know how, where you're viewing this podcast, or if you're listening to the podcast, we got Raquel Got Drip up in the building. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Monday Motivation. We out here. He said he just wants to get into it, so let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into <laughs> it. So, uh, you know, D, you want to, like, back in the day, you want to start us off with our first question like we used to do? We, we have, sure. Let's do it for old time's sake. All right. So, on our podcast, we're big on mental health and what you do to kind of remove yourself from the stressful situations that you, life brings, obviously. Um, so, Earlier or before recording, you were telling us about how your podcast that you have um, that you developed in October. Yeah, October. Yeah. Um, brought you out of a dark place that you were in. So what other mental health um, kind of like avenues do you go down and um, how did the podcast bring you out of that dark place? So I feel like I'm big on mental health myself. So that's actually a really good question. I've been going to therapy for years. I always encourage people to go to therapy. I know sometimes pride and ego is a big thing and people just don't want to go. But it's all about thinking about what if this can lead me to a healthier version of myself. So Mm -hmm. I was going to therapy and I also like to read books. Like I don't watch TV, but I will read books about self-growth, self-development. And I also was meditating. So um, during this time of October, I was in a very dark place. I had a lot of people betray me. And of course, we're in our 20s and mid 30s around there, too. So at this time, we're trying to figure out who is real in our life. And, you know, sometimes people show their true colors a little bit later on in your life. So you're just kind of like, wow, like you kind of you're kind of shocked in denial about it because you're just like, man, like you were my homie or like, you know, you were this to me. And it when somebody that you're so close to kind of goes against you it's kind of like it's a slap in the face i mean we've all been there people listening to this will be like yeah i feel you so um it kind of just i feel like i was always a person that was putting people before me and no boundaries no boundaries like kind of like i let people walk all over me whoever's listening to this can probably really feel this too and be like man this used to be me um but i feel like my podcast was a way for me to kind of heal and then I was like, man, like, I love, I love doing this. Cause we're, we're not talking about average things like, oh, you know, like that somebody's having sex with who, like all these things that people do on TikTok, we're talking about drug addiction. We're talking about people changing their stories. And I, I honestly was just like, you know what? Like, I love doing podcasts. You're telling a story. You're telling people it's never too late. So kind of just by doing that podcast, it brought me out of that dark place. Cause I'm like, man, like. You can really be an avenue for somebody like you may not think that people are listening, but they're listening. They're listening to every mm-hmm. word on your podcast, on my podcast. And you just they write you and you're, they're just like, man, like that story really ha- like got to me because I feel you. I've been in that spot. So when I had that, I was like, man, like when you have a podcast, you know, you 
him, me, you're really helping people better their mental health, whether it's uh, telling them to go to therapy, right? I mean, some people mm-hmm. might have been against it, but then after they're watching your show, they're probably like, I want to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I want to better myself. So it's just podcast gives people a way of healing in a way. It's healing in a way. And it's also you're telling stories of, you know, and somebody might be listening to this and might be like, man, like I used to be a person that walked all over B2. And mm. so finally, when you guys reach a point where you're like, I want to do what makes me happy. I don't care what anybody thinks. I want to follow my purpose. And that's why I was like, you know what? This show is really getting people like it's it was like one episode and we were at 14,000 views. And I was like, oh, my God. But it's because we're, we're not just we're not just talking about random things. We're talking about things that people went to jail like my first episode. Somebody went to jail for seven years, right? Mm. And they're coming out and they're talking about their mental health and, and there and how it felt to be stuck in a wall for seven years. I mean, people are just like, wow. Like, see, and, and the point was like, it's never too late to change your story. And that's why I made this podcast. It's never too late to change your story. No. Yeah. Beautifully said. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, one of the things I want to ask is having a, a, a podcast that's just so deep. Uh, I know, I mean, I work in the behavioral health field, which is my typical nine to five. So I know how big those stories could be and how heavy they could be. So like, what are some things that you do to make sure that not only are you're protecting yourself and like your, your energy, but also making sure the guest feels like they have a safe place or making sure that their energy is protected as well. I feel like with me, um, I'm a very empathetic person. So I always feel like, man, like, I can't believe you're going through that. So when we had the second, I think it was the second episode with the drug addiction, that one was hard. That one was, was pretty heavy. But I just remind myself that, you know, it's their story. And no matter what people say, it's going to be that person's story. We can't, you know, what I'm saying we can't judge it. We can't put ourselves in those shoes because it's their story. So I feel like the more you just understand it's their story, let them tell it the way they want to tell it mm. and just respect their boundaries and, you know, just tell them, Hey, and I always warn people I, and the, on this, I think it was the second episode. I said, guys, it gets deep. I put parental explicit on there. Like I even had anxiety listening to that episode mm. because it was talking about the drug addiction and it's, it's it gets mm-hmm. deeper. And so some people are anxious and I'm, I'm one of those people. I can't hear sensitive things. Like I'm like, Oh my gosh. Mm. But um, I think it's just letting people know ahead of time, trigger warnings, like, Hey, just know it ain't for your kids. Don't, don't watch it in front of your kids. Like you might as well go to sleep, put it on, but don't <laughs> giving them a warning. That's it. Definitely. No, that's so cool. That's so good. And I, I appreciate you doing that. Uh, for those of you that don't know uh, the podcast, it's called the realness lounge podcast. Sorry. We kept, we kind of just glossed over that, but you gotta go check it out now. You gotta go check it out. You gotta do the promo with it. Uh, yeah. and looking at, you said you talked, you, you started in October of 2023. Is that correct? 2022. Yeah. 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 Like at the end of last year. Yeah. Wow. And just to see your growth within that short amount of time is so cool. And so like, it's, it's beautiful to see, obviously you, you, you struck a chord with some people and your, fa- your fan base for sure. Uh, what, for people that are starting out a podcast, what do you think is, was a, a key to your success, uh, with you and your co-host? I feel like with me, it's all about being who you are. Like, mm-hmm. don't be somebody you're not be who you are. Um, but also make sure that it's something that somebody's going to relate to. Don't just talk about random things that people don't relate to. Talk about people don't want to know, oh, you know, so-and-so did this, you know, the, I mean, if you want, you can look on the East celebrity news for that, but we want to know, people want to know about heartbreak or how to get through depression. Like you're there 
to help somebody. And you might not think like, oh, nobody's listening, but somebody's listening and they're, they're, you know, you're helping them, you're guiding them. So just making sure that you're connecting, there's a connection, you're connecting with them and just let them know you're not alone. And even in my podcast, we have video as well. Mm -hmm. So I look at the camera. Sometimes I feel like I'm blues clues, like Steve, because he would look at the camera and, you know, it makes you feel special because it feels like you're Mm -hmm. connecting with them, you know, like you'll look at the TV. So you're like, oh, she's looking at me, but it kind of gives them in a way you're really connecting with them because you're looking at that camera and you feel like, you know, that's how you felt as a kid with Steve. You know, you're like that guy, he, he, you know, <laughs> like, you felt like you were so important. And I feel like connecting with them and just looking at the camera sometimes really helps. I love that. I love that. Good advice. Good tips. I think one thing I, I gathered from your just briefly just to say just sum up what you said is just being authentic. Right. Being your authentic self. And I think that's one of the things that we pride ourselves here on a takeover lounge is having authentic conversations with artists, musicians uh, and creatives just because I feel like it gets lost in the day to day. Right. Uh, A lot of a lot of artists may put up fronts or put on uh, certain things that aren't really truly them. And we want to take out those take off the mask a little bit and allow them to be who they are. Let their their viewers and their, their supporters know who they are. So I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what, um, I mean, you only have one life, right? So it's not about following everybody. It's about being who you are and owning that. Like nobody's you, that's your power. You have a power and it's just being yourself. And even learning that, um, in high school, teaching that to children, teaching that to your kids, your nieces and nephews, like you're only you, you know, don't try to be something else. You're not. Cause in the end, it's just going to bite you in the ass anyways. Like you just can't be somebody mm-hmm. else for so long. Like true colors always show so true. So true. I'll give snaps for that. That's snaps right there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, has podcasting always been something you wanted to do or like what was your life aspiration? I feel like podcasting is because I, I feel like, uh, in 2021, I was actually doing it, but I wasn't so consistent with it. You know, like sometimes you start it and then you stop and you start it mm-hmm. and you stop and um, I actually wanted to be a therapist, but in a way I'm like, so who do therapists have when they have problems? They need a therapist too. So you just think about not kind of overwhelming yourself. So I was like, I love to help people. And all my life I'm helping people. I've helped so much people become a better version. It's telling them to go to therapy. So I'm like, in a way, I'm just like, I'm here to make a difference. I'm here to help people, whether it's alcohol addiction, drug addiction, mental health, you know, everything that people really need to hear oh how to get over a dude that cheated on you you know like stuff like that people don't want like i said like people don't want to hear oh you know fake things they want to know the real things real and even it's like i had somebody write me saying oh your podcast has deep things that nobody talks about that's what i want nobody talks about it we won't bring it to life we we don't talk about society we're going to talk about everything and you know injustice all that stuff we need to talk about things that matter in this world because nobody wants to talk about it but we will we will that's the one thing we will love that. I love that. Going back to helping people, wanting to help people. Um, I love it. I love it. When we talk about, uh, we've talked about heavy about the podcast, but I really want our viewers and our listeners to really get to know who Raquel is and where you come from, your background and all that good stuff. We got a little glimpse of it, but tell us more. Tell us more about Raquel. So I may not look like it, but I am 27 years old. I know I look like I'm 18 and stuff, but um, I'm 27 and um, I feel like I've, I was always in the medical field. I've been in the medical field for all my life. Um, and I feel like I've always been a person that's goal oriented. 
I always need to have goals. I'm a Capricorn rising. If anybody's in astrology knows, um, but I'm a very like goal oriented person. I'm always about growth. And I feel like with me, I've always been a person, like I said, my growing up, I didn't have a good childhood. I had, you know, I was like my mom. That's probably where I got it from. Mm-hmm. Kind of letting people walk all over me. And then, you know, you get thick skin from your father. So you have a mixture of both. And, you know, I was always a person that, you know, was too nice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anybody can relate to this. You're too nice and you're going to get walked over on. Um, but honestly, I realized that self-love, self-care is so important. Put yourself first at all times. Um, My parents are from Texas. I don't speak Spanish. If you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Even though my last name is Garcia, I do not speak Spanish. Um, But I did watch Dora for a little bit. So I know about Dora and stuff like that. I know about the little things. But um, no, I've always been a goal-oriented person. I've always seen better. I've always wanted to do better for my life. Um, And like I said, even though you have trauma in your life, childhood trauma, you can't let that define you. And that's basically what I've learned. And that's my story. And that's also what I talk about in the podcast, childhood trauma. I mean, we don't think about mm-hmm. it till we're an adult, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's so true. But, uh, so are you, I heard your family's from Texas. Are you from Texas as well? Or did you grow up here in the Valley? In the Valley, born and raised in Arizona. Nice. Okay. Nice. What's that? What's, what's that of town? Are you, do you claim? Quote unquote. I claim, <laughs> I claim the West Valley. <laughs> West Valley. There she go. The West Valley. Yep. If you were to, uh, if there was somebody coming in out of state, what are you, where are you taking them first in the West Valley, in the, in the hometown? Where, where are you taking them? Mm-hmm. Probably, uh, we're going to go to uh, probably Westgate or maybe Scottsdale. But Westgate is always going to be the most, if, if anytime like your family's there, you always want to take them to Westgate. You ain't going to take them to, you know, the aquatic or something. You're going to take them to Westgate with the nice <laughs> restaurants, with the bar. With the chicken and pickle ball that they just opened. I just saw oh, that. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, so we that. yeah. yeah, we're so definitely going to try that out. Pickleball. Have you ever played pickleball before? I have not. That's why I'm like, I want to. You know what? Ooh, I thought it was just fun. chicken and pickles. So I'm like, do they serve chicken and pickles? Like, I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> you went. Okay, so she went. So we got to figure out. No, I haven't been, but a lot of our patients have been. Because they all play pickleball. So we're like, <laughs> yes. What? Man, well, so I want to go see what this is about. Like I said, if my family comes in from state, we want to go play the chicken and pickle. Yeah, no, <laughs> hey, pickleball is a lot of fun. We have a we have one in our facility right now, and uh, mm-hmm. I played it. It was a lot of fun. I don't know if I played it correctly, to be honest with you, but it's a lot of fun getting out there, getting active. It was, it was ours is inside too, so it was like yeah. AC, yeah. cool. You know what I'm saying? All that good yeah. stuff. But yeah, okay, so you're taking them to Westgate. You said. Westgate. There's yeah, a, I, I feel like there may be some misconceptions for some people that are in the valley about Westgate. Are, are those yeah. people say, you know, I'm going to tell you what people say. All right. Yeah. This is not my belief at all. But people right. say yeah. Westgate might be a little, a little ratchet. <laughs> is that, is that true like, behind that? Um, I feel like maybe when it's two o'clock in the morning, I feel like people, are, I feel like anywhere you go, when it's two o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning and you got drinks on, girls, guys, y'all all going to be ratchet. <laughs> I can't. I can't say it's just Westgate because you know it's a bar. Everybody going. Something going to happen. That's true. Yeah. So all those generalizations out there saying that Westgate Westgate's too ratchet, too ghetto. You tripping. You tripping. Yeah, we're tripping, yeah. we're the Raquel right there. She said, "Nah, y'all come out to Westgate." What uh? <laughs> what's your favorite restaurant to go out there? I like Salt. Salt's salt. really cool. Okay. Um, I know Bodega's new. Um, but like I said, like some people, not even just on the nighttime, but some people like to go Sunday fun day where they're going to go, go get mimosas. They're going to call their girls and be like, Hey, let's go get a mimosa. So, I mean, you know, 
I feel like even even on Sunday fun days, people can get ratchet. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> Sunday, it's fun day, we off work, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I feel like at sometimes in adult life, we need to be a little bit. You know, we don't have, we need to have fun. Hey, I hear that. I hear yeah. that. I love that. I, I feel like nothing good happens past 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock, yeah. I'm wrapping it up. I'm like, all right, later, y'all. y'all, y'all don't text that man. Don't text that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you see too many, you see too many way. stories. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, gosh. So being from Arizona, What's your point of view of the hip hop scene in Phoenix? And if you know, in Tucson too. I feel like Phoenix, uh, I feel like a lot of times Arizona doesn't get enough credit. Like there's some really good Mm -hmm. artists and not a lot of people give them credit, even though, you know, they're putting out music. I feel like Arizona never really wants to kind of, I mean, it's not, they don't want to show people love, but they feel like, Oh, we're, we're just small city. So we're not going to do as much, but honestly, like the more you support your local artists, Cause they work hard, you know, they're putting out mixtapes, you know, uh, they're putting, they're putting out, they're trying so hard to become something and, you know, follow their dreams. You know, um, a lot of the times I feel like Arizona don't get enough credit. I mean, if you're in LA, you're going to get that credit, but you know, but I feel like the more you just keep grinding and keep grinding, no matter what, no matter if you feel like mm-hmm. nobody's listening, somebody's listening to your song. Um, just keep going. Cause I feel like not a lot of people you know, support local artists sometimes. I mean, they, I feel like they have to be a very big artist in order for it to support. Mm. But you never know. Like, you know, J. Cole became a big artist and only people, only three people were supporting him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you just keep going and just believe in yourself and, you know, support your local artists, support your podcast, support people who are doing things. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are just trying to follow their goals and, you know, just like you would want somebody to support mm-hmm. you, support people too. I love that. That's good. That's good. Right. I, what I gather there is like uh, underrated and underappreciated. That's that's the yeah. kind of mm-hmm. Arizona is sure. where we're sure. standing. I know I hear it. Uh, it's funny. We're talking about offline or off uh, off the recording <laughs> about music that you don't like. And I, I, I want to know what, <laughs> what kind of music does Raquel not like? Let the viewers know. Honestly, guys, I do not like country. <laughs> Ooh, I hear the booze raining in. I hear the booze. Oh, uh, I hear people booing. <laughs> the only person I will listen to is Luke Bryan. That's, that's an interesting person to choose to only listen to. Why Why Luke? Honestly, he just has a sauce. We can't even lie. Like, you, see, you see him in the concert. He making everybody go crazy. The stage presence. I mean, how could you not like that guy? Have you that seen guy it? will make you shake it. Like, what is it? Uh, country, girl, country girl shake it for me? He, he gonna make everybody shake it for him. <laughs> Have you seen him in concert? Is that is this why? I've seen him in concert. It's been crazy. I was like, man, like that guy, he wakes you up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, this guy really knows how to get the crowd going. Uh, but not just that, but he's also a good family man too. So, you know, people yeah. who are humble and, you know, never forget who they are, I feel like are, you know, somebody you want to listen to. You don't listen to somebody who's all fooling themselves, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I love that. I love. I, I just. I feel like a lot of people maybe share that sentiment of like, I don't listen to country music because it's whack <laughs> or too slow. So I think you might win some brownie points with some of our viewers and listeners. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I used to be the same way. I used to hate country music for the longest yeah, time, yeah. and then you know, you go, you go through like, <laughs> you go through some things, and you're like. Dang, I kind of understand what they're talking about. Like Kane Brown, I understand where you're coming from. You know what I oh, mean? He's pretty good. I've heard him. He's pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like uh, some of my friends they listen to country. I'm like, when weren't you just listening to the Corridos or something? Like, <laughs> when did you? Why am I seeing you at Morgan Wallen's concert? Like everybody was there, and I was like, man, I'm like mm-hmm. I don't know this man, but he must be really good. Um, 
But you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the older you get, there's a lot of the country can be beautiful, right? Because mm-hmm. it's about heartbreak and you hear it. So I mean, country can be beautiful. Not for everybody, but like I feel like you're right. As you get older, people do like country. And it's because you realize, like, man, the music videos always are so meaningful. For you're sure. just like, damn, that girl died in the video. And you're just like, it just, you know what I'm saying? There's always some type of lesson in a music video. <laughs> so I mean, I understand why you like it. So true. D, you're making faces over there. What, what, how do you feel about country music? Don't like it. Oh, hard no. No. See? Why? See, I don't know. It, well, for me, I didn't grow up with it. Mm. Yeah. 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 In I Canada, know. if you have country, you're like. You're American. <laughs> no, not just that. You were like in the middle of Canada. Mm. Like on the West Coast, you rarely hear country. Literally, that's true. Interesting, that's exactly. interesting. Okay, so you didn't grow up with like uh, around it, so you didn't really get it, type of Mm-mm. thing. For me, it sounds all the same. Like they, they're see <laughs> oh, about heartbreak. <laughs> There's the same beat, the same tempo, yeah, the same yeah. like talking about yeah, Jack just, Daniels all the time. Like, damn. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I like, I'm going to cold beer and all this stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, man, like, put on reggaeton. There's going to be a different, well, there's going to be different vibes, different, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're going to feel something. Definitely. So I was going to ask you, that was going to be my next question is what did you grow up listening to, Raquel? What was something in the household that you're listening to? Mom and dad? Playing? I was listening. I mean, what if all my Latinos over here listening to this, I was listening to Mexican music telling me to get up on a Saturday night, like Saturday morning, and they're like, get up and just playing the corridos and just like, you know what I'm saying? Like people, uh, I feel like if you're Latin, you're you're always used to some music playing. Mm. It could be six o'clock in the morning, and all you're gonna hear is the corrido, and you're like, Man, y'all never sleep. And now when you're older, I'm like, man, y'all still never sleep. Invite <laughs> me next time, but y'all never sleep though. <laughs> I grew up with uh, uh, homies that when they hear the, uh, sp- uh, Spanish music in the morning, they're like, oh, it's time to clean. Especially on a yeah. Sunday morning, <laughs> ah, we, we're cleaning. Yeah. Get the, yeah. You smell the yeah. fabuloso and you're like, dang it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that's all I'm like. Um, growing up to, you know, listening to JoJo. I had I have older sisters, so I know about mm, JoJo. Right. And- yeah, yeah. Get out and just um, Hillary. Dunn. I have a lot of sisters, so I grew up listening to a lot of two thousands music. Facts. A lot. <laughs> she said a lot. For <laughs> real. <laughs> how many? How many siblings do you have? I have three sisters and one brother. So you're going to imagine, I mean, if the guy broke your heart, you're listening to JoJo Leaf Get Out, or you're listening to, I don't know, Hillary Duff, something. <laughs> you're listening to something about them. It's like 2000s. That's facts. That is so facts. Where, where do you rank uh, with, your, with your, your family members? Are you the youngest, the oldest, the middle child? Where are you? I am the baby. I'm the baby the of the baby. family. Aww. I'm the baby of the family. Uh, that must, it must have its perks, does it? It does, but I feel like sometimes, you know, when you're the baby and you're like, man, they probably don't like me right now because you're the baby. You know, you kind of get away with so much things. And then the, in the end, I feel like it turns into sibling rivalry because mm. you got to run with so much things that you're like that, that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm like, it has its perks, but. But you kind of like learn from that as you get older. Like, you know, your siblings, your older siblings had a rough. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're over here telling you to clean, wipe all this up. And they're like, no, you're good. Like, just chill out. And you're like, <laughs> and they're looking at you like, oh, we hate her. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I feel like it created a lot of sibling rivalry for sure. 
Definitely, definitely has. Maybe can. Did, did it, uh, have you guys resolved that at all? Or was that something that y'all worked on as you got oh, your yeah. adulthood? Yeah, as teenagers, it was like that. For but, sure. you know, adulthood, you kind of understand, you know, where you're, you know, I feel like a lot of the times too, in your 20s, you're basically trying to figure out your trauma and then you have to heal from other people's trauma. And then you realize that your parents have their own trauma that they brought to you too. Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, like we're repeating the pattern. So it's all about unlearning that. And that's why I'm like, you know, and, and that's why, you know, it's a good thing that you said that too. Cause I mean, you have to unlearn a lot of things from your childhood in order to grow. And then you learn like, and then you have more empathy for your parents. Cause you're like, the reason you did that to me is cause that happened to you. Huh? How was your family? Like, like mm-hmm. you start asking that question. They're like, you know, it, it, it's so deep, but it's so true. Like if you ever think your parents are out to get you, just ask them what happened with them. Right. So true. Okay. I gonna, another question. Sorry, D. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm taking over the interview. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but I got, I just got to lean back. <laughs> I, I listen to, you know, you and him together. Hey, there we go. Right. Uh, growing up in a, a land X family, uh, what was that like when you started to talk about mental health and were they open? Were they kind of restrictive about it? Were they like, why are you talking about these things? You know, when you, when you say you don't feel good and you Latina, they're telling you like, it's because you're on that phone all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm sure people listening going to be like, yup, like my mom, but it's because when they're young, like you really don't realize like, and no, when they're older, they realize like, man, like, how can I say this? Like your parents don't have enough mental health because, uh, because when they were young, like they never had that, you know, they were mm-hmm. never taught mental health. So how are we going to have that when we were never taught that, you know? Mm-hmm. So true. And it's like, how can we learn about mental health when growing up, they didn't have that in the fifties and the sixties. They were like, Oh, you don't feel good. Well, do something about it. Go break the yard, Right. <laughs> go, go clean, go clean something. You know what I'm saying? They didn't learn that. So how are we going to know that? You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So when you started your podcast, uh, did you, did you talk to them about those uh, certain topics with your family members? Were they able to like sit down and tell you maybe about their family traumas at all or anything like that? My parents started going to therapy in their 60s wow. because they started realizing uh-huh. like, wow, like some, you know, I have to heal from certain things that I didn't realize, you know, mm-hmm. but we don't heal from things and you're taking that with you in your 60s, it gets worse. So you have to heal from stuff like that. But the thing is, like, how are they going to heal when they weren't even aware? So, yeah, I talked to my parents and now some of them are in therapy. uh, Because, like I said, like, they didn't know about it. Sometimes you got to go through pain and even in your 60s. I mean, it's never too late to go to therapy. Even if you're 60, 50, 40, like, invest in yourself. Become a better version of yourself because... I did talk to my dad. I mean, my dad would never go. I mean, I mean he'll go, but like if, if court ordered it or something, right. you know what I'm saying? But, but my mom will be willing to go because, you know, we want to better ourselves. And, you know, there's maybe there's some things that you have inside of you that you haven't healed that you're kind of pushing towards, you know, against you. Like, I don't want to face it. It's going to hurt me. I don't want to feel it. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it is to feel it and let it be. You feel it, heal it, and you'll be okay. Facts. That's so true. I love that. I love that you had that. Uh, you're able to influence your parents to even have that conversation for sure. Even think about it, look introspectively. So that's cool. I'm so glad you're able to do that for them. Yeah. That must have, that made you had to feel good though, right? The feeling of like, oh, mom and dad are actually maybe trying to seek help. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people, like I said, like in Latin communities, they're just like, 
we're not going to go get help. We're going to go clean. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to do something else. But honestly, like when your child is saying I'm depressed or something's wrong with me, like hear them out. I've honestly had a child, uh, one of my nieces and nephews friend reach out to me and she was like, Hey, like I'm feeling really depressed. And I was like, I couldn't obviously like, I'm not licensed to help her like that, mm-hmm. but I did contact her mom and I would literally found her. I said, do you have medical insurance? She's like, I have access. I literally found her the website to actually call, um, Bayless counseling. It's in um, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So if you have access, they do take it. And I told the mom what's going on. And I said, Hey, like, I know you don't understand this, but it's really serious. And you know, I want to help her. So I want to give you this, they'll pay for the visits and everything. And, Honestly, they, she actually wrote me like, what was it, six months ago? And she's the daughter's in a really good place. She learned a lot about her trauma. I mean, she had a really bad trauma. And I'm not licensed to help you, but I will guide you. I will provide you resources to go. I will call your parents and I will tell them that you need it. So I think it's all about being open and hearing, like hearing your child, hearing, you know what I'm saying? They're not just saying it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So true. I love that. I love how you're able to help that young person in their life. That's so important. So, so important. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's good. Um, so on the podcast, we have a few questions that we ask all of our guests. Let's go. What, uh, what's your view on chocolate chip mint ice cream? Oh, I love that. I actually eat that a lot. <laughs> I love chocolate chip. Okay. You know what? I feel like if you ain't got gum, and you about to kiss somebody, go get like, and you, and you have the nearest <laughs> ice cream place, go get chocolate chip mint ice cream. You never know. You just never know. Like, you never know. Man, you're doing so good on this pod. I was like, dang, she's doing so good. She's killing it. And then she said what she said. I was like, dang. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? Somebody listening to this right now, they might like it. And you know, you want to date with that girl, tell her to get that mint ice cream because you never know. you like, you ain't know what her breath like it. You don't know. This is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> what's the other one do you hit let's see if she goes over two for, with me <laughs> uh, okay so birkenstocks or crocs crocs dang over two with me dang okay d you won that hey, one you know what being in the medical field and i'm sure y'all can feel this it hurts me on your feet but i feel like crocs mm-hmm. are really comfortable <laughs> even like, though they're ugly i ain't gonna lie they are ugly but you know what? You can customize them. You can make them however you want. You know what I'm saying? Put like, on them. Yeah, you could. You know, I mean, I feel like, yeah, they are ugly. But hey, when you grow up, you ain't you ain't caring about those stuff anymore. You caring about comfort, your pronation, your back. All <laughs> we ain't caring about it anymore, you know? Um, so I feel like it's all about wearing what, I mean, when you're working, of course, working eight hours a day on that feet, put some Crocs on, feel like you're working, walking on clouds and, you I know what I'm saying? That. Fair enough. I get it. I get the I get the hype <laughs> about Crocs, but I mean, I'm okay. so, you ain't gonna catch me wearing a pair of Crocs. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you're still listening, I'm a, yeah. What? We're getting matching Crocs. Look at see. Hey, look at, you know what? We're gonna get yeah. Like I said, like I wear red and blue. And the medical field, we were all wearing that. And my mm-hmm. mom writes me. She's like, just two days ago, she's like, I want Crocs, and I'm like. You know what? I know why. Because you on your feet a lot. <laughs> like I said, she in her 60s. You don't care about, you know, the latest new Jordan 1 sneakers. I mean, I will. But working, I'll wear Crocs. I'm aware. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take kudos to you. I'm still rocking my, my Jesus standards. I'm still I'm going I'm to stick to my hey. Birkenstocks. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'll still wear those. I'll wear the slides. I'll wear that. But hey, <laughs> we can't wear slides at work. That's true. That is so true. You can't, you can't do that. Uh, I saw on your story. Uh, just not so long ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, 
that you were uh, turning up with KB and Carla. How did that come about for you? So I actually, um, I had, I'm, I'm with like a lot of promoters, yeah. um, but I was with one of the promoters and we were talking about how life behind social media, right? Mm-hmm. Mental health and all that stuff. And so she introduced me to Lalo. He's actually a DJ in California. Yeah. He, they actually invited me to go see Shadi Bay. I don't know if y'all <laughs> listening to her, but um, I love her energy. Like I really do want to meet her, you know? Definitely. So um, I'm excited to see her, but you know, that happened because a DJ and Callie came and they were actually friends with KB and Carla. Like, Hey, like we want to be on the show. And then they're almost like, Hey, like you want to come hang out? Honestly, I got there so late and I'm so sorry, Lalo, <laughs> because I know you wanted me to be on time. Um, but I got there late, but I got to meet KB and Carla. And honestly, the, I've always been a fan of KB since Vine. I don't know if anybody messed right. with him since Vine, um, but he honestly, has been an inspiration for me for so long and i was like i have to meet this man i mean carla cool too like I, i'm you know saying girls like carla too she's she's really cool but honestly i was all about kb i was like this man i watched him since 2015 that's so i'm crazy. like i want to see this man definitely um, but no, that's how it happened a dj and Callie watches my podcast and just wanted me to kind of um meet him and he i was like i'm with kb and carla and i'm like <laughs> 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 I'm a go. So yeah, um, they invited me with Shadi Bay on September 3rd. They're going to be at Club Downtown. Nice. Shadi Bay, like I said, if you guys are listening or know her TikTok, she's all over TikTok. Um, I like her energy. You know, she's kind of authentically herself, and I feel like that's important. So that's why I support her. That's so cool. I like it. I like it. Dia, I'm going to add another question in here that might become a Takeover Lounge exclusive question. Not exclusive, but a staple. So you're going to be you're the first to get it. You're the first to get it. So. You're going on a trip. What is your one thing that's essential for you to bring? For you, for yourself. Don't think about like safety and all that stuff. Think about like what is like just for fun, lot, all that good stuff. What do you need? What's for essential? fun? Okay. Okay. So like, if but I'm not stranded on a desert, right? No, not at all. Not at all. None of that. None of that. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to need something like. I'll bring my phone for sure. I mean, I feel like that's important. Okay. Um, but also, you also want to make sure you have the right outfits because if you're going somewhere on a trip, you're trying to floss out. Like, if you're going to go to Puerto Rico, you're going to make sure if you went to Las Vegas, you're trying to floss out. You're trying to wear them glasses. So I feel like having the right outfits for any occasion, whether it's the beach, like, I'm going to make sure my backpack will. Okay. So she's she bringing the drip with her. That's why that's, I'm bringing the, I'm bringing my luggage. I'm bringing my whole room with me. Come on now. That's why she got the name. Raquel got drip. Cause yeah. she got it on her. Come on now. Yep, What's, the, yep. What's one of your staple pieces uh, when you're, when you're putting together a fit, what's something that has to always be on for you? We got to match. I mean, like we have to put on jewelry, chains, chains, jewelry. I really does. Like when I was like younger, I was like, oh, we don't need that. But then I'm like, no, you know what? A chain can do just like girls. When they see a chain, they're like, ooh, I want that dangling in my face. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we all grown here on the Takeover Lounge. Thanks. But, um, they're, they're probably listening to this like, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Raquel going wild. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> she said, Takeover Lounge bringing out something else on her. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> And, and Danny, and she got she got quiet. She's like, "Yup." She thought about she thought about her favorite celebrity crush. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's good. That's so good. I love it. What would you bring, Z? Oh, what I gotta bring? What do I gotta bring? What do I gotta bring with me? What's essential on a trip for myself? Um, 
That's a great question. Hold on. Wait a minute. I didn't think you were going to flip it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Jeez. Um, She's like his hair product. Okay? I'm like, I see. I'm bringing my hair product. <laughs> right? No, that's true. The hair products is crucial. I think I got to bring a fitted hat, though, with me. Just in case oh. the hair ain't doing it. I always got to have a backup. Mm. You know, I got to have the fitted. So I, I'm definitely rocking a fitted hat just in case. So I'll bring, I'll bring a just in case hat. D, what about you? What you bringing? Hmm. Probably my massage gun because my body be hurting. Oh, I okay. See, yep. <laughs> she's sore, she's like, really? yeah, so I got you. After a long night walking the strip of Vegas, like, oh, you need a foam roll? Or I got you. I've got you. <laughs> she's like, I'm about to get my feet like that. Like, <laughs> right? Okay. I like it. I can see it. I can see it. So you, pop, you walk around with a little, little. Masan, oh, the holster? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that makes sense. You know what? I'm, I'm going to get one. After this podcast, y'all need to sponsor them. Hey, there we go. Call Spooner. Tell Spooner they need to sponsor the podcast. We're talking about hey, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yo, uh, Raquel, before we let you go, man, this has been a great episode, and I appreciate you being willing to come on the pod and talk to our viewers and be able to bring your fans to our platform. Um yeah. What is one thing that you want our viewers to know about the Realness Lounge podcast? I just want to say that when you guys listen to these episodes, you know, I feel like we're different because we just we talk about real things and you're not alone. It's never too late to change your story. You can always become who you are. So just make sure that you stay on authentically you. And like I said, invest in your mental health and know that it's never too late to change your story. I love that. That's a good blurb. I like it. That's what, that's going to get clipped. I got you. We're going to clip it, send it to you, send it your way so you can repost that. Um, with that being said, where can they follow you at, Raquel? So make sure you check out my Instagram. It's Raquel Got the Drip. Um, and I'll also put my, um, or we also have the Realness Launch podcast as well. You guys can follow us there on TikTok, YouTube. If you want to see us, if you actually want to see us, our face expressions, if you want to see what we like or, you know, how we're goofing around and you want to connect with us, you can go on youtube.com slash the Realness Launch podcast. And, you know, like I said, everybody's welcome. You know, we don't judge anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all about growth and elevating. We don't want to, you know, I feel like a lot of the times in podcasts, well, I always want to really capture the fact that we're about growth. We're about elevation and we're about not feeling alone. Like sometimes even in our thirties, we feel alone and we kind of want, we were going to talk, we're going to have an episode like that. Yeah. In your thirties, you feel like you're alone and that you're not like, you know, you're not where everybody is. But the thing is you're on your own journey mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of life. You have your own journey. And sometimes people grow later than others, but focus on your journey. And I promise you everything will be okay. I love that. I love that. On that note, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, You can follow us, the Takeover Lounge Podcast, at the Takeover Lounge Podcast. Uh, You can follow me personally at Z underscore underscore G-I-V. You can follow Danny at... Danny Phantom 001. Once again, it's private. It's private. So you you gotta you, you gotta meet a criteria to get into that, that Instagram. So yeah. <laughs> so don't be thinking you can get to be anybody <laughs> following Daniela. <laughs> right? So yo, hopefully you meet the criteria. Raquel, we appreciate you again for being on the Thank podcast you. and taking time out of your Monday evening to talk with us. Uh, and we're going to see y'all or maybe hear y'all on the next episode. We appreciate it. Yep. Thank you guys so much, guys. Thank you guys. And like I said, keep being you. I love it. Peace.